0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Waggle and Lift podcast. Happy holidays. We, <laughs> hey, are,
1: we
2: hey. are in season, fully in season, everybody. Happy
1: Hanukkah. Yes. Happy holidays.
2: Happy it's about to be
1: Christmas. It's amazing. I,
2: I feel like after Thanksgiving, it's just gotten so cold, and it's amped I'm up. so for it because I'm so ready for all the holidays.
1: I mean, let's be real. We are living in California, in Southern California, it's Los Angeles. It's been cold
0: out here. I don't give a shit what everyone says. It's I like, know. It's been like forty degrees at night and windy, uh, and I don't know. That's that's says colder. the guy
2: in a t-shirt
0: right now. Yeah. Well, this room is hot this as hell.
1: Gets, this, this room gets hot when we uh, start most going studios, at it. Most
0: studios, most podcast, or most any studio is like extra cold, right? Like you know, <laughs> this is like extra hot. Like, oh, that's why it's I love it. <laughs> anyways uh, so welcome back everybody we got some exciting stuff on this podcast Ben Haig, our, our comedian, our comedian our friend and comedian is gonna be on the podcast we did a couple actually like a full hour with him uh, about uh, what was that two weeks ago guys yeah and uh, it went great it's hilarious but it's it's long so we're gonna we're gonna break that up for you guys into two parts and uh, we'll get right to a, a quick update we'll do some recaps right now. Let's get into it. Uh, this weekend, Hero World Challenge. This yes, date Down in the Bahamas, Tiger's event. Um, you know, these events, to me, sometimes in the off-season, or to some people, seem like kind of sleepers. To me, I always get excited to see Tiger in the Hero World Challenge. We talked a little bit about it last week. It's the anniversary, basically, of Tiger's comeback, so always great to see that um, back down there, and I just like where it takes me, but... Uh, <laughs> We get John Rahm in the Winner's Circle. Uh, just went off on Sunday. Great performance. Your uh, your thoughts, Scotty?
2: Yeah, I thought it was a really good uh, tournament. Um, obviously, Tiger did not play great, um, and so kind of three last three times we've seen Tiger, he's not played great. Not great in the Ryder Cup. Not great in the Tiger vs Phil the match. And now got not wonderfully in the uh, his own Hero World Challenge here. But it's great to see him. Um, he's going up against some of the most elite talent. Tony Finau really played well, mm-hmm. but in the end, and on Sunday, it was Rambo John Ram who won his third career win, now sixth in the world, and someone that is immensely talented. And we uh, we should appreciate it because I think he's going to be here for a long time and wrap up a lot of these wins.
0: Yeah, he's definitely one of those guys. I think that's you know you get R- you get the Rory Spieth talk. You you get you know uh, Justin Thomas, DJ. A lot of these now now Brooks. And you kind of sometimes I think John Rom gets left out of that conversation. Not yeah. so much like on Golf Central. I know um, Brandel is a huge fan of him, but but he does kind of get left out of that a little bit. And he's he's a hell of a player. Hell of a player.
1: Such a great player. But did you what did you think about what he was saying when he was going deep about talking about his win at the Ryder Cup over Tiger?
2: I thought I, I was such a dork, so I listened to his entire press conference. I just got I thought that was cool because this is like full circle. And how he asked Tiger, how how well do you put on Bermuda greens? Yeah. And then switch it up this week when Tiger handed them the trophy. Ram said, you know, Tiger looked over him and said, so much for not being able to put on Bermuda greens. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so this is kind of like a buddy relationship, friend, mentor thing that they have now. And outside of Seve, who you know is another Spanish golfer like Rom, Ram has always looked up to Tiger and got emotional after he beat him uh, in the Ryder Cup.
1: Yeah, it's pretty great.
0: Yeah, I mean it's and I, like I said, I think he's just being genuine there. Yeah, um, you know he's he's so it's funny to hear those comments. I so we talked a little bit about Tiger last week and and kind of how he would do. I kind of predicted this a little bit. I thought he was a little. I mean, he you said he vacation. Well, he looked a little. He didn't look Tiger esque. I mean, he looked a little soft. I think, he, I think he, in a in a way in which I kind of expected. Like I thought he was gonna be a little bit more like you know he's I know he's going to Australia now right yeah. after this like got on a red eye so I thought he would take this a little more a little bit less serious than he did last year after all the grinding he's had to do into the Ryder Cup you know from tour, from FedEx Cup playoffs and winning Tour Championship obviously all the way through Ryder Cup the match now now so um, here's my I think thing he took over, it a little easy.
1: over the last couple of weeks I, I mean, even from the uh, 24-7 or 24-hour from the HBO special, like, from that point, like, it looked like a tired tiger. And then it wasn't kind of the same tiger that we saw during the match with Phil and him. And then you come here to um, Bermuda and – I'm thinking of the Bermuda. um, You come to the Bahamas. Bahamas, Yeah, Yeah. and – He's tired and like he was ex- giving the excuse that you know he had a cold earlier in the week and and now he's going to Australia. Like when is it going to stop? When is he going to be able to rest? Know, because if like, you just like... go right into the new year and then it's going to be like hit yeah, the ground ready, running. So when is he going to get a rest so that we can see?
0: I don't like, think he's in, Tiger. I don't think he's playing in Hawaii, so he's going to get some rest around the holidays after this
2: Australian thing.
0: What, what is he doing in Australia again? I can't. Remember. So
2: so he for the President's Cup. Yeah, he he's, go it's going to gonna be year. a press tour for the President's Cup. On that, like, we can get into this, and, and maybe this is a prediction for next year, which we'll do a show of predictions coming up for everybody, but I actually wouldn't rule out Hawaii. I think Hawaii makes a lot really? of sense for a lot of different that reasons. On his way
1: back from... Um, uh, after Australia, he really yeah.
2: has nothing to do. Remember, there's no cut, and it's a limited field at the tournament of champions, so some things might make sense, and he was asked about that very specifically, oh, yeah, yeah. and true. he said he hasn't ruled out anything yet.
0: Yeah, and he typically will keep these things close to the vest, so I doubt we're going to find out until maybe three weeks ahead of time, because he wants to make sure he's feeling good.
2: But But to Emily's point, he certainly hasn't played with a lot of energy. I watched most of the round on Thursday, he didn't have a lot of energy, didn't putt particularly well, or hit the ball particularly close to the pins, which is an effect of not putting well. (laughs) And then the interesting thing was he hit almost every fairway on the front nine, some places where he had struggled hit fairways before, so... Just didn't seem like he had a lot of energy, and he was there doing like a you know it's his tournament, so he's the host, all yeah, eyes on he, him.
0: And he had like smiles though. I mean, he he puts on the 18th, he ties basically. Well, no, second to last, right? Matsu, right. Matsuyama right, right. finished last, and he's got a big smile. He's kind of saying thank you to everyone. He did interviews and had a smile on his yeah. face. So I just think he, I think he kind of took this week off. The other ones a little bit. You know, the Ryder Cup was the most. You know, sort of alarming one to me because he just looked exhausted but it was sort of understandable coming off the playoffs the match and then this i think he took a little less that's it john rom's your winner at the hero so again we've got ben coming up the only other quick thing i wanted to say and i know some of you guys have that have been listening have had to see these videos on instagram jake bartlett i think uh, i'm gonna look up his name so i don't butcher this right now but Basically, we've got a new swing impressionist on our hands. This is a viral social media content. But uh, he has done swing impressions for Dustin Johnson and Keegan Bradley first. This is the first one that went viral. And it was hilarious. He does Dustin Johnson. Jack Bartlett. Jack, Jack yes. There we go. So 50, 50 chance and steve is wrong um, <laughs> so so we've got we've got that guy uh he's his latest one's bubba watson it is hilarious again this guy nail i don't know and that's a lefty so and he's done Phil too, but it's uh, this guy's just impressive as hell to me. I don't know how he does this, and it's just hilarious to watch. I can watch it like nine times.
2: M- me too. And if you're as big of dol- golf dork as I am, like you actually can watch a guy swing, not even know his name or clothes, <laughs> exactly. and know exactly, exactly who, it, who is. it is. And yeah. his swings are perfect. Like <laughs> Dustin's follow through couldn't oh. be better. The way that he you know hits the Phil flop shot and then like does the, the thumbs, thumbs up, up walk is so like meticulous and you don't understand and get this unless you watch you know 30 tournaments of golf a year and have seen these guys hit thousands of golf shots and he nails it he nails
0: it uh the keegan one the pre-shot routine where he kind of like he like hesitates like he's gonna go into his stance like nine times before i keep saying nine nine times um (laughs) it's hilarious like the guy just the guy nails everything he's like playing with his shirt exactly the way bubba does so again you like You said we, when you and I watch a lot of golf, Scotty. But if you watch any golf, you'll see this guy just do an impression and, and you can just laugh as you know exactly what type of <laughs> what
2: yeah. Type the of. the swing is so impressive to be able to nail it that much because, like, it's hard to change your golf swing from swing to swing as yeah. every golfer will tell you. And the way that he can go so quickly and transform to different golf swings, he's, he's got to spend like weeks
3: practicing this stuff.
1: It's it's pretty impressive in the sense that not only with the swings but just from the impressions in general. From I just remember now that you're saying his name, like he did the U.S. Open and he did like a no um,
0: no no not different guy. Nuh-uh. The guy that did all the voice impressions.
1: Yeah, that's not Jack.
0: No no no, that's the, like the English dude who's also really sorry funny.
1: people. I think he's hilarious, um,
0: and I don't even know if he's English. He might be Scottish or I oh can't remember.
1: okay. I just googled him. I that's Connor Moore. Yeah, Connor Moore he's is also hilarious. hilarious. That's
0: another good Insta follow if you guys want. He does, <laughs> he does like the player presser,
1: uh, um, interviews, uh, or, interviews or, or and he's
0: spot on. He does everything from like Tiger to Poulter to everything. And like
1: else. the face expressions. So I, I, I went off. I digressed for <laughs> you guys, but uh, it doesn't matter. You know, it's all good. What are you doing over here?
0: You got Scotty's got some some. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> he's got Jay, he's got Jack up on his phone. He's showing us. <laughs> Uh, what else do we got? There was one other thing I'm missing before we get to Ben.
1: Well, it's the holidays. I mean... Yeah. Oh, no. No,
0: no, no. It's not the holidays. It's you. Oh. So, the, the, my, my, the best part about... I told you this before. The best part about the Bahamas or coba my favorite part about watching these tournaments is just so I can lay on the couch and just pretend <laughs> I'm there, which I tried to do on Sunday when I was hungover, and Emily would not let me. Oh We had to build things downstairs. Oh, I, I gave it him was good it all I, weekend. I, I was very... Uh, I feel accomplished. Yes. That, well, I did that even though I was hungover. Very proud of myself. Um, but uh, I will say that uh, it reminded me that we haven't updated anybody on a very interesting story that happened to Emily and um, I. It's a very I. fun story. Very fun story. I, we don't have too long to get into this because I want to get to Ben, but... Uh, so
1: what I did is I uh, wanted to go on Let's Make a Deal and... <laughs> I dragged you, my husband. She dragged Steven, me to let's make a deal. So let's I'm like, make a deal. We're
0: really doing this?
1: Yes, I just wanted to, and I had this the opportunity um, to to go. We had two tickets, and I was like, "You gotta go with me!" And so we go. I guess I was a little vivacious, and they liked me in the in the crowd, and they picked me. Hey. And.
0: So they picked Emily. Emily's dressed up as a dolphin, by the <laughs> way.
1: Yeah, because you all know who are listening to this, if you ever want to be on Let's Make a Deal, you have to pick a costume. You can pick a costume when you're there in line prior to like going on a bus to the location in which it is. However, you can also dress up. And I decided I wanted to be a dolphin because I love dolphins. Steve so refused to dress up, so I just told him.
0: She dresses up as a dolphin and ends up like getting caught. Like, it, it was way to the end of the episode. Like we're, it, we're, I have to go into this taping. It's all very exciting. So I'm, I'm kind of manning up and going against my will, to be honest. But then once I was there, I had a good time with you, I'll admit. And the whole thing goes, and she's the last one picked. So we think, okay, she's we're, we're getting out of here. We're done. She's the last one picked. She goes down she gets her two questions right and she gets like curtain two or or take a thousand dollars and i'm kind of like if it's more than a thousand bucks just take the money so she goes curtain two i'm like what the fuck and then we get we win a trip we and a trip like you dominican.
1: win a trip to dominican republic so there you and go and it's a uh, two airfare tickets plus seven nights in the dominican at Copa Casa
0: de Campo, oh, but Casa this is the resort Cambo. where the teeth of the dog course is. So yeah, it's very exciting. And that's the is that a Nicholas? Is that a Nicholas course? Uh, I think it, it definitely is. don't know out of hand, but uh, awesome. And, and, and but it, like anyways, it's a fun little bit. And it's so like the Caribbean's today. best golf course, and yeah, great, great, amazing resort. So anyways, Emily and Steve got a, a great golf trip coming up soon.
1: Either to the Dominican Republic, or if that doesn't work out, we would do a Hawaii. So. They gave us
0: a second option for. Um, other reasons you gotta go I mean. dominican i know i think so yeah well the course there is crazy it's so good and the, the resort looks really nice so uh you can actually find it if you go to like cbs all access or cbs Interac- cbs.com CBS, yeah, there's a clip a and deal. this is funny last night my cousin was over we we're looking at the the cbs thing and, and it's like one of the top most viewed clips it says like what does it say? Oh, fish, it's like a oh, fish beatboxes and a dolphin goes number two.
1: Yeah, goes number two. Like, what am I taking a it shit? Is. No. <laughs> but speaking of taking a shit, it's a perfect opportunity to talk about pinch. Pinch is the best powdered supplement to take if you're having issues going to the bathroom. That's I promise correct. you. Do you go to pinchmagic.com? You enter the code SHORTPUT when you want to check out. You'll get a 15% discount and you'll have a great time going to the bathroom from here on out. It'll be probably like the best Christmas gift you can give yourself. So, well, I guess that's what happens when the dolphin goes number two.
0: Pinchmagic.com, code short SHORTPUT. Put in there, get 15% off for all of our listeners. So make sure you get there and go to it. It's just a premium all-natural fiber supplement. And uh, you guys are going to love it. I know I do. Anyways, all right. Let's get to Ben Hague. He's a comedian. He's also a caddy at Riviera. He's a good friend. He's very funny. Here's the first part of our Ben Haig interview. Enjoy. We have our first guest in studio today, Ben Haig.
1: All right.
0: Sipping on some wine in the corner. Uh, first so luxurious
3: time in- <laughs> for the invite. This is the most luxurious podcast I've ever done. How wine, is this? food. Oh yeah, well, we man. have
1: Ben Haig just sitting on the floor.
3: Yeah. Sitting on the floor, yeah. How do, how do you treat the guests you don't enjoy? I'm <laughs> sitting on a goddamn floor right Be- now with two pillows pushed up against a full-length mirror. <laughs> Before you didn't even have your own mic. What are you guys you trying said- to get me into right here? Yeah. Everybody's staring, we, looking we down at me. A,
0: we gave you a mic, okay? <laughs> this is phenomenal.
3: <laughs> I like it. I appreciate it. I'm excited. Thank you for I've heard coming. So many good things about Waggling Whiff. I'm excited. Uh, thank you for coming. We're uh, we're super pumped to have
0: you here. So you got an interesting story. Uh, give us a quick like. 20 second bio on you how'd you come out to LA and and start in comedy
3: so I'm a stand-up comic I uh I was in I actually moved out to LA when I was 21 and thought oh my god I'm gonna be a movie star because that's how (laughs) it works that's how it works um I don't know why I went into that voice uh I I was out here about three years and I got started into stand-up comedy and after talking to enough comics they're like dude you gotta go back to the east coast we can get more stage time you know you don't start comedy in LA you kind of Come to L.A. once yeah, you get yeah. a little heat on you. So I went out to back to New York, back to Rhode Island, uh, learned how to become a headliner and whatnot. Got some TV credits, moved back to L.A. Yes. And then 15 years later, I was like, okay, I'm back. Okay, I'm ready to be famous <laughs> Let's go, <Now>. let's go. <laughs> it's the same story. Here I am doing the Waggle and Whiff podcast. So you tell me how it's going right now. <laughs> it sounds like you're you doing tell fantastic. Me. I'm sitting on the floor doing a podcast <laughs> in a Brentwood apartment. You tell me how my career is you're going. You're drinking
1: fine wine and just... Ate an amazing dinner. This so is true. I think true, you're though. doing pretty damn well. Yeah. I,
3: I it, could, it could be worse. This is we could be recording this under a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I am drinking a fine glass of Cabernet. Cabernet. So things are things <laughs> are Emily going well. We did make
0: a, go- a a fantastic dinner tonight, complete with all sorts of different uh, fare. We had we had barbecue sauce <laughs> on 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 uh, spaghetti squash and um. All right. So it, I, it was I like had improvis okay.
3: It was, a ben knows jo- all it was a great the improvisation. Joke. Is that even yeah, a word? It was uh, it was definitely like I feel like I was at a farmer's market all in one meal. She's oh like, Oh my Here's god, some I did so squash, much of that. throw some meat on it. Some, Here's some ketchup, sauce. some barbecue sauce, a side of soy.
0: First of all, Emily spends our life savings at the farmers market every Sunday. I come home, there's like a fucking garden of just kale and fucking vegetables and shit all over. The- I'm like, how are we gonna eat this? We throw half of it out every time. <laughs> like every week, I throw like that's 90- marriage, I- man. If throw you got guys- ninety dollars of-, of vegetables,
3: that's out. that's literally, I think. Rule number two under being married is, is dude you're gonna spend a lot of time at farmers markets
1: These guys are talking as if I'm not even in the fucking room and it. I'm looking at both of them <laughs> First of all, yes, I buy a lot at the farmers market Second of all, I freeze all the stuff so you can put it in your goddamn smoothies, Steven I do, I do put it in the spoons. So there you go, say yourself. But if sorry. we don't get it frozen Say
0: coconut. you're
3: sorry, I love it <laughs> <laughs> What did I walk into? Oh, this is great Can no I go sorry. to my room? Can I go to my room? Oh, yes
1: uh-oh. Who's got Sorry. their phone on? Come on. Oh,
0: nice. 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 Nice.
1: All right, nice. this is someone, I'm out. This is going to be any less professional. All right. All right, so so Ben, you've been on the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. You met him, fun story on the
3: golf course? I did. I actually, um, I met Craig and a producer at a Monday outing at a charity event, and just kind of introduced myself, and we hit it off a little bit. He was funny. And then I was caddying at the time at Liberty National, where they just held the President's Cup, um... In, Ooh, which was which was one of those moments where you kind of have to swallow your pride as a comic. I was I was living in uh, Rhode Island where I'm from, and I was doing comedy for five years. I was doing like a little local TV show. I did some radio out there, and I was doing nothing else except showbiz jobs. And I was like, I made it. I'm doing. I'm paying all my bills with just showbiz stuff. And then I decided I need to move to New York to get to the next level. And everything in New York is very expensive. So I'm like, I'm gonna mm. give myself a side job. That and. Happen. It couldn't have been better to, to work at Liberty National. I mean, the people I met, the experience, getting to play there all the time. And I ran into Craig again. He remembered me. We hit it off. And uh, by the third hole, he said, I'm having you on the show. Oh, God. I was the worst caddy for the next 15 holes because I was, like, trying to text all my friends the whole time. I'm, like, in a cold sweat. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, he's, like, he literally, on the golf course... Uh, was like I want to um I want to have you on the show man so, and we so, set it up right there
1: so that's basically how you, it kind of sums up how you got into caddying is that it or no, no? he
3: got he was already cat were you caddying at Liberty already I was caddying at
0: Liberty yeah. oh, okay.
3: um right. I was caddying at Liberty for probably four or five months yeah and I knew it was it was where you're gonna see a lot of showbiz people Justin right. Timberlake's got kind of an honorary membership there Jimmy oh. Fallon plays there a lot I ran into um Michael Strahan a lot there and Ooh. I was yeah. you know It was, it was an opportunity to, for starters, if you live in New York City, golf, the golf in the New York and New Jersey area is some of the best in the world, but if you live in New York City, it fucking stinks in terms of like, you know, I'd have to meet my buddies that lived in Jersey. I'd have to drag my clubs on the subway. You're banging at the people on the path train, right? No, carrying golf imagine. clubs through the turnstiles multiple times sucks <laughs> you know then, you, then you'd meet a buddy you're like meet me in you know in Grove Street in Jersey City in front of the Dunkin Donuts they, to, they don't even they don't even come to a complete stop they just slow down you have to throw your clubs into the car then you have to literally drive like another hour to play golf it was uh, it's not a place I would move to play golf Yet, at the same time, there's so many great golf courses there. Oh, my God. But it's if you little, live in New York City, you don't have a car, so yeah. it's a yeah. pain in the ass. But uh,
2: we live in L.A., so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, you don't have to worry how, about how you it you th- anymore.
3: Yeah, well, how do you feel about at Dolphin, L.A.? Be honest.
0: Well, so here's how I feel about golf in LA. I I have a
3: strong opinion on it.
0: When I came here as as just a, a regular working man, and which I still am. <laughs> I
2: was gonna um, say, did you? Wait. You know, it was very hard. Somebody's got to gotta pay the bills. So bill. you
0: can't. Here's the thing in LA. You can't play. Now with my aristocrats and my. You know. It's tough to play. <laughs> it's tough to play public golf in LA. No, unless no, 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 no. Unless no. you drive um, uh, like an not, hour outside. It's not
3: tough to play. It's impossible. It's the worst. Part oh, it's of a seven-hour round. It's the worst part of the country for public golf. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. without Dude, a question. Dude, we have... It's such a cock tease. Can I say that? Yes. No. It's yeah. It's such a tease in terms of we have seven... It's 75 and sunny, like 360 days oh, a my year. Oh, And the courses either stink... <laughs> or with traffic, they so it's so far to get to, or it's expensive, or it's or it's an eight hour round. It's awful.
2: Agreed. It's it's the worst place to put
3: But but oh. but if you can afford to be a member at Riviera at Los Angeles at LACC at Brent, you know, any mean, any one of the great courses Any major here, courses, yeah, it's great. It's it's amazing because you have 365 days a year. You know the guys at Liberty National are all millionaires. But guess what? They mem- They can play golf for for five months. Yeah. They play that's golf exactly for it.
1: five months, but also play anywhere in the freaking world that they want.
3: Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I mean, in terms of a home course, it's like yeah, playing yeah, at home. The you're whole not, place shuts down. You're not getting down. as much golf in. Yeah. They're not playing right now. It's just snowed. It's snowed. It was there was their last week for a show. It was snowing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think people realize, like, how much of the public golf in L.A. doesn't equate to... Because like you move out here and the weather's unbelievable... But you just don't get to play. If you're, that yeah, way. if your
3: girlfriend yeah. didn't do research and just moved out to Southern California, yeah, you'd be I'll just like, play I'm somewhere. moving to SoCal, man. I'm gonna play every day, and yeah. then eventually you're like, I'm I'm quitting. I'm gonna play tennis. Yeah, you can't. It's like it's, you
0: I know. mean, it's it's tennis there's literally. Camp. Nowhere to play. I mean, if you play at Rancho, it literally, even during the week, you're going to play at a I have a good pace. group of
3: buddies I play with. Look, A few showbiz buddies. My buddy Court McCown, um, who's a hilarious comic. He's at the comedy store all the time. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Darren Letter, who's the uh, drummer for. Um, oh, God damn it. I can't think of the band he's a drummer for. And then Rob Riggle. You guys know Rob Riggle, right? Oh, yeah. Of oh, course. Right In the face, right? So that's our foursome. And we drive up to. Um, what's the Lynxy course up there? Rustic Canyon. Rustic Canyon. Yeah. And we tee off at seven thirty. Yeah. You gotta. We go off at seven thirty a to beat the traffic. So, right? yeah, that's, that's a great course, by the way. It's a great course. Yeah. That's a great course, and it's actually very. It's like forty bucks to walk. Yeah, it's a great. great course. But we. You, I'm in the car. I'm not lying. I'm in the car by six a.m. to drive up to Simi Valley to meet these knuckleheads, and you're gonna get out before <laughs> the Umbrella Mafia. Yeah. With <laughs> you know the umbrella lobby is? Yes, yeah. we do. Like, yeah. Asians hate the sun. And they love golf. Right? <laughs> and they love the push carts. They love yeah. the old push pushcart. So you get. I'm up at six a six i m. I'm up to, if I want to play golf. Yeah, or, I right
0: mean, you've that's that's the one thing. So if you want to play good public golf yeah. in L A., you got to go
3: out to rustic or out to Angel's National. It's an yeah. hour forty five minutes. And rustic and is so good, but it it you know it doesn't blow me away. But it's a, it's a very good course. No. I'm happy with it, but it's it doesn't difficult. blow. You.
2: It's not like playing rip,
3: right? No well, no I mean few you know few places are but um you know you you know you're from Back East Steve like we're, I, there are some great public courses Back oh, East Oh yeah you can get out for affordable prices you can go out Yeah and play. for
0: 40 or 50 bucks you can play Back East on a on a great public track that's in great shape Yeah 100% or uh,
3: if you blow a guy, you can get on yeah. <laughs> get anywhere. Especially the caddy master. Especially the cat. Sometimes the starter.
0: So, is that so? Speaking of blowing guys, is that how you got. Done it only twice.
3: <laughs> Wait, what? To the hard right?
0: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, we'll get but- to the Tiger Phil match later. Back to me blowing, guys. <laughs> Just
2: don't keep up eye contact. <laughs> So Alrighty.
3: tell
0: us how you got, how did you get into caddying in general to start with? Because we know you're a comedian, but you, 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 you at Liberty, you caddy at Ribs. I
3: grew, I grew up playing golf, loved golf. Um, and I mean, it, it's when I moved out to LA when I was 21 years old. I needed a side job. I had just started comedy. I didn't want to go the route of waiting tables.
0: So this is the first time you moved out to L.A. So I was 21 years
3: old. I moved out to L.A. I did, did not did. want to wait tables because, like, who wants to do that? Yeah. Like, I- I'm sorry. If you're... <clears throat> I know
1: you, a few people.
3: I know, but so many people are...
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, more
3: inside jokes for the viewers at home, for the listeners at home. More yeah, maybe inside maybe
0: jokes. at Baja Cantina, you
2: know. So Okay. <laughs>
3: Why don't you just give out her social security numbers to you? <laughs>
2: Jeez.
3: So it was it was um I, I drove up to Riv, Larry David's a member, yeah. uh Mark Wahlberg's a member, every producer in Hollywood is is there. I go, I want to get in front, I wanna have FaceTime with these people, I wanna get to know these guys. If you work at a restaurant, the odds of like Steven Spielberg sitting it in your section, sitting at your table, and then and then, <laughs> then the two the minutes of interaction you have, what are you gonna do you know, I really
1: like you. Like, I how, want yeah, you how to how be in a get, movie. I but, totally understand that.
3: Yeah, exactly. But if you can get to know these guys, you know, I'm fortunate enough to... You spend four hours with them. They like you. They, they, they ask questions about... That's just how the golf course is.
1: Well, mm. shit. Right? Why, am I, why have I not become a caddy?
3: Cause you, sweetie, you can't carry those bags. Come on. You got to carry those clubs around. Oh,
1: my God. People, my audience... Back me up here. I mean, I...
3: you got look. I'm gonna look. I know your husband's right next. To you. you got great glutes, but <laughs> I mean, actually, Rip's kind of a flat course. You might be able to do it. Yes, nah, I know women to... allowed. <laughs> no. I honestly, th- I think there's a place that's maybe Sleepy Hollow, in in New York, or yeah, someplace place I've, that I've has a, fe- that place a female amazing. caddy. A and it's like no. No, no like, I I I golfed listen, at Trump. We I golfed at, at, at at Trump. Trump.
1: Or was it Trump? We
3: golfed. with Well, no, a I, I, of, uh... Trump in New
0: York. I ha- has a few girls. Hey, he's fans. trying to restore his image. Oh no, I'm he's probably hiring Mexicans. Too. He's doing everything. He's <laughs> doing
3: everything to restore his image. Oh,
1: oh we had a couple of uh, women caddies in Ireland when we golfed. Did we? Yeah.
2: He's taking off his clothes. Do you know they're cause... almost?
3: Yeah, I, well, yeah, it's hot in here. What do you want me to do? Um, <laughs> Chileno Bay, by the way.
2: Oh, yeah. With the casual... Pro- co- Chil- Pro- private course you guys could never Straight get out to on. Cal- <laughs> we're in a Chileno Shout out to Bay. To a I don't even
3: know what that place is. And I'm like... Yeah. You, know, yeah. you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Yeah. You <laughs> things you will pick wouldn't. up Just for you now. and Scotty.
1: <laughs> it's because I believe we are Spe- married, Steve.
3: Speaking of caddying, so Chileno Bay is one of Mike Meldman's discovery properties. For the listeners at home or in your car, Chileno... The Discovery Properties are the place that Jordan Spieth, Ricky Fowler, Justin, they're, they're, they do their spring break. So yeah, this just, is that's where the- Baker's Baker's back. Back. Ah, yeah. it's ba- So Baker he owns I mean, all of So, so I mean, can you play on your bare feet there? So you can do whatever you want. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to
2: Mike Melvin. So he owns
3: these properties all over the place. He's going to Vegas My now. Um, Summit. D- Summit. Yeah, he's, uh, he's building one right now. My buddy's working at the place in uh, Nashville. It's going to be sick. So anyway, long story short- I'm canning at Riv. I hit it off with one of the members, and he goes, Hey, we're we're hosting a big member guest down at Chileno Bay. He goes, We'd love to have you maybe, you know, MC the night and, and do this and do some stand-up. That's awesome. Bing bang boom, a couple strings are pulled. I've met Mike before, he's a member at Riv. They hire me, I fly out down on the guy's private jet. Oh, oh my god. Best gig I've ever had. I can't give away too much, but during the tournament on the golf course there was so much fun going on. <laughs> Tatas were hanging out. Yeah. It was, Tatas were oh, out. Sure. Oh, it was great. Guys are guys are getting hand playing and playing barefoot playing shirtless. Like What's it's it's best? whatever you wanna do. It's whatever you wanna do. But where is literally it? Where the is game it? of golf has you helped my career problem. so in so many different ways that's awesome yeah. that
1: is incredible but of course you're you're saying you know you're a good golfer you hit it off at the rib as you're caddying so you went there but um also can we talk about how good of a golfer you are and how you yeah, shot 67 you yeah I'm I'm not
3: you're not a fair. fucking discaddy right. you're,
2: you're not really
1: good. Y- yeah. that was
3: a things were going well that round <laughs> i'm a throw i'm a th- you could beat me what, what are you i'm a three i'm a 3.1 right now no well i don't know i mean i'm like a 5.9. All right, so we, we would, yeah. You, you
1: bypassed the 69 and you and go right down to
0: 67. I don't bypass 67. 69.
3: I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you did that. I'm going to, they they to prove 67. it to you right now. No, no, I'm, lose scared, those, I'm lose good. Lose those I'm headphones. Good. This I'm is good.
2: why we're going to Venice tonight.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what um, <laughs> all right, so are you a, are you a steady... Five point nine. See, this is this is a big thing Because I'm hand- a three that can go low sometimes and I can maybe yeah, a few times yeah, in my life. Shoot I under in 70.
0: I've never I've never shot under par ever. The, the best I've ever shot was actually just a couple weeks ago I shot one a one over on a par seventy, I shot seventy one. That's very good.
3: It's a great round. But it's I also round. I also have I mean I could go out and shoot eighty three for five straight weeks. So, <laughs> so but, could I, you know, so could I. But the goddamn handicap system only takes your best ten only, scores. Only it takes People your best ten scores that. and averages those. Not up. an average. Uh, yeah, exactly. So if you shoot yeah, 90, a... you know, if you shoot 90, 10 times, and you shoot 70, 10 times, you're you zero handicap. Yeah, I mean, you're fuck stressed. that system.
0: You're you know what we there. should do is like people that are playing for money. They should actually look at the – you can look at the gin app on your phone. Or you can look like at your gin thing, and you can see your average score versus what your index is. And your yeah. index is always going to be – it measures your potential. It's oh, gotta, always going to be the th- lowest side of it. i share a funny If you go sense. to the average score, though, that – if you're an honest golfer, there's always these sandbaggers out there. But if you're an honest golfer, your average score is more reflective of what you're actually
3: going to shoot, uh, you know. Yeah, of around. course, than your handicap. Yeah, absolutely. But the handicap takes that into account with the slope and everything. Um, a little Let's bit. Fuck the slope.
1: <laughs> What's your funny handicap story?
3: uh my good buddy I'm naming him fuck this guy Ricky Odette. Put him hey, on Put him on who's a state player back in Rhode Island. He plays in all the you know, he's made it to the the semifinals, the final four of the state amateur. Um he's won tournaments before, the stroke play stuff like that. Member my course back home. He is the chairman of the handicap committee. Are you serious? <laughs> known Bandit. All right. Known Bandit. No <laughs> sandbagger. Nobody Chairman of the handicap committee? Chairman of the handicap committee? Nobody at my club back home and around, and Country Club, nobody plays him for whatever his handicap is on the board. They go, Ricky, we're, you're playing today at a zero or plus one, whatever, plus two. <laughs> like, no, nobody's going by his three handicap. He was pumping in so many fake scores or not real scores that the Rhode Island Golf Association blocked him from submitting any scores <laughs> except tournament scores. Oh, I've never heard of this happening as, ever. He'd come right? in as Anywhere. like a three handicap, right? So he's like a three-handicap. He's putting in 73, 74, 72. And then in every state tournament, 68, 66, uh, 70, 69. So, dude, they suspended him for a year oh from, enter, from entering scores in his home, at his home uh, club. That's but let me tell you, he had a great boat that he paid for with all those bets. He's got, he's putting kids through college. He's making so guy. much money. Listen,
2: listen however you got to get it. No now, bandit. Now, Ben, I like to bring a drinking aspect to the game of golf. Okay. So... Favorite drink
3: on the golf course? Uh, I mean, transfusion. Is there any other drink besides? Ooh, I like transfusion. We yeah. had
2: some on Friday in our golf hour. Let me ask you this:
3: Is can you walk into? If we we should do a test. We should do a live podcast. If you go into any, there's so many that don't they, have it. They don't any, have grape do juice. Any bars know what transfusions are? None. They don't have grape juice. That's the problem. No, but every is golf course it? will. Every single golf course in America is like. If you go up to the bar, they're like, you guys want transfusions, pretty much. And then you go any other regular bar. Right. Regular bar, they have no idea what a transfusion yeah. is. Good is golf
0: courses, they're better. Delicious. So they're, they're better. The uh I had the pleasure of playing Oakmont this year, and the Whoa! Uh, the, uh, He's such na- a I'm dropping. dropping, I'm name right. dropping right, right. now. Right. But right. best place you've ever played, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Um that's very close. Yes. Best probably. course in America? You, best course in America.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say in yeah. America, I was very say in the close Loral, to whistling
0: straits, but. But I'll, I'll. But um. Name but dropping again. It was in the Nin dropping again. But name it was drop. the best. It w- it was it was the best transfusion I've ever had. I mean, it, uh, I this must have I been wonder the home what they of the do. Transfusion. It's,
3: uh, every time I've I. I mean, it's, it's a pretty welches,
0: simple great drink. Juice, yes.
2: So let's just let's just turn this back.
0: Maybe it's the right amount of vodka. I don't know.
2: It's it's it is crazy. Do you do, you do
3: drinking games? Have you done any drinking games that are on the golf Ooh, course? What are your course? favorite drinking games? Oh, I just get him. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, we did do. Can you break a hundred? You don't look like you can break a hundred. No, yes, not. he
1: can. He shoots like an eighty-four. Alright. So not bad.
3: Strategically Girls Team. are adorable by the way. He shoots like an eighty-four, <laughs> like an exact number. <laughs> Hilarious, right? So Mikey, my, my handicap. How'd you I'm play today? Oh my god, I hit I hit a ninety-two. you say that? Do you say that? Do you say I hit a ninety two? Oh my god. Sometimes it's I golf. I golf a ninety
1: two. I was like ninety two. I was like, hell yeah. And I had a great Caesar salad. I just shot under a hundred. Good for you.
3: But for you, breaking 100 that's amazing. I like that. Yeah, try Emily
0: has to. Well, you're going some routes. Where were you saying? No, guy?
3: so, best place you've put got to play. Um, I was thinking about that the other day, and, and I, I've been lucky enough to play a lot of great courses, but there's none on my list that jumps out and is like, you know, like I haven't done Pebble. I'll, t- I'll tell you where I went that was amazing because I think of it as like a whole experience. Yeah, I did Prairie Dunes. This oh, is one. oh. we're just talking about in Nebraska? Nebraska in Kansas. Just outside of oh, okay. Wichita. You're probably thinking of the same thing. We're yeah. The Falls, yeah. Club. No,
1: yeah, we're thinking of we're prairie,
3: prairie Club. Yeah, there's so, another prairie So course on Friday,
1: in um, since you haven't listened to this, the most recent podcast, um, on Friday we had a wow. so
3: sweet, most recent. <laughs> yeah. This is the most recent. Any, any of them. Any of them. Yeah, that's <laughs> I
1: can't believe we have him on and we're talking. About, no, I'm just kidding. So we um we had a and Whiff golf golf outing. We were invited. What? Yeah, we had a, we were invited to an awesome uh, fundraising golf outing down in uh, just Orange County. Orange County. Black Gold. It was awesome. Oh, I play Black Gold,
3: Gold, Gold, Gold uh, recently. Nice track. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful,
1: yeah. beautiful course. Awesome. That fundraiser. is a
3: monster from the tips, by the way. Yeah, we didn't play, play from the, the tips. I I played a, a Monday outing from the tips, and we just played our own ball, and it was like seventy seven hundred yards. And really, I, it's, I started it's off long. like an animal. I was like one under through like six holes, wow. and then I'm pretty sure I didn't break eighty. You animal, <laughs> you! That's, yeah. that's for me. That's an animal. One under through six. It was literally I think seventy six or seventy seven hundred yards. That's crazy because like, when we played, it was pretty obnoxious. Short. So
1: short. so within our wagon with golf outing foursome, we had an awesome girl, uh, Amber. Great friend, great girl. She is amazing. Shout out to Amber. Yeah, shout out to up, you, girlfriend. That's a fun. And Amber,
3: hit me on the hit me on Instagram <laughs> at Ben <laughs> Slat
1: in those DMs, But well, we had a great time. But going back to like the the drinking game, we What's did
3: up, do a you. one
1: drinking game. It was shotgunning, I believe, a Bud Light. Yes. And let me tell you, within like probably forty five consider- seconds, Amber and Scotty were like toasted, completely three streets to the wind, Amber. Is like, shotgunning a beer a drinking game
3: though? Great TV show by the way. Yeah, because if
1: you guys had to, you guys had to Ooh. compete against who would finish and guess oh, who right finished right. We first. We were racing. My girl Amber. Amber,
3: yeah. Well, uh, it was very yeah. close. I don't
0: know about that. I
3: was, I was pretty Steve, close.
1: Steve, you had still like six sips. Yeah, in the Steve, game. Probably, she probably. Right
3: she probably beat me. She me. probably. To see if I remember if there were any really cute cart girls when I was there. I don't remember though because it was like last
2: time. So shout out to Amber. She's on our Instagram. So yeah, we love him We gave her a lot of love. All right, I'll give her a follow.
3: On the wagon whip. So folks. prairie prairie dunes was the coolest yes. guy's trip I did. I I did, uh, I only played old McDonald when I went to Bannon Dunes. Okay, I, I was doing stand up in in that area. Drove the half hour out of the way. Played.
1: Play. It's Actually, a beautiful spot. So this
3: is this is how this worked out. I'll tell you these two stories. One was I caddied for a guy one time at Riv, and we hit it off. He he loved me. We were just shooting the shit, and he goes, "I take a group every year." He's wealthy, obviously. He goes, "I take a group every year to Prairie Dunes. I'm a member there." He goes, I want you to come with us. So I went, like all expenses. It was amazing. Like nicest guy in the world. Like these group of guys now will be like friends for life. We stayed in the cabin right on right next to our own short game area. It was a like golfer's heaven. We're smoking cigars. We're drinking scotch. We're eating steaks. There's fire pits, and and we're doing, we're gambling on everything. We're playing 36 holes a day. Love it. It's all that's there. We didn't leave the property. That's all that's there is is Prairie Dunes, and Mm -hmm. the golf course is amazing. The layout is unbelievable. I went to um, Bannon Dunes when I was doing a run through Oregon and Washington. I was doing like eight shows in like 10 days or something, and I was a half hour away from Bannon. I'm like, I got to go check it out. So I go for the day. I I hit balls. I go to the putting green Um, they have a punch bowl, fun putting green. So I go there just to dick around. I play the par three course, which was cheap. I just wanted to see the property. I didn't have much money and I'm sitting out there having lunch and I'm eating and this group of 12 guys comes up to me and we just start shooting the shit and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm a comedian. I've showed that. So we hit it off and they go. One of our guys backed out. Join us right now for our another 18. We're going to play Old MacDonald. Boom! Oh. Play Old MacDonald. Oh, that's awesome. I keep like walking into these like really lucky yeah, like I'm golf trips. Yeah. That's what
0: happens when you're a renowned caddy. Are you the funniest? <laughs> are know. you the funniest comedian caddy cut. Cut. at Rip? Renown. <laughs> <laughs> renowned First. comedian and caddy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, can I? I, I after these stories, you're making me want to be a cat. I just want to be a caddy. I just sure, want to go it. to it's Riviera. So basically,
1: Stephen was just about to ask me, "Can I be a caddy's babe?" Yeah,
0: basically. <laughs> I'm gonna quit my job tomorrow and just the you know, connections.
3: I'm just gonna do this podcast and caddy. The connections are amazing. I mean, you're literally rubbing elbows. You know, you're exchanging but, I mean, phone numbers with LA, some of the yeah. most I'm gonna powerful make, people. I'm in gonna LA, make
1: waves. It's... I'm gonna become a woman caddy at the Riv. Are you are the, the funniest
3: caddy at the Riv? There's a lot of... It's it's like a fire department. Every <laughs> The one that I worked at in New York at Liberty National, like we had the, my buddy Murph, my buddy my, uh, Mike Kelly, who was a, like the um, most unbelievable impressionist you've ever met. It was literally like a firehouse where we would just go yeah. in and it we would was... all just shit on each other and make fun of each other. You know, like we do with Emily. And <laughs> I mean, you guys... <laughs> it was I basically... <laughs>
1: True, you guys, and Amber is it, it, the one to protect me being like, You guys really give her a hard time. Yeah, I know. I take it. Yeah, there are
3: times where you sit around for hours in I, a caddy shack. So you just sit around and there's a bunch yeah, of clusters yeah. each other's balls. Yeah. So that's all you all you know.
0: Especially especially on the East Coast. I feel like that happens oh, a lot more. Big time, but I mean yeah. the, the experience of having a caddy is is so much more than just a guy that you're getting are Just from I mean, I, as a golfer, when you're especially like you go to resorts, you like band and you pay big money to like Playing these rounds and get caddies it is i can't tell you like it's so much cooler when the you feel like the caddy is just your buddy yeah and he's yeah. like if you you're have, drinking with them you're
3: like yeah. you know
0: i mean it's just it's great
3: if you have a good caddy and i'm realizing now i'm, I'm probably a little um you know i i, I think I, I i'm i fancy myself a, a certainly an a caddy um and if you if you have somebody that really can walk the line between being a great caddy and helping you out and enjoying the round and giving you some history of the course yeah. and a fun conversation and he knows when to throw in a joke every now and then. It can one hundred percent make make the whole thing an average day become a great day. Tip your fucking caddies, by the way. You don't tip them twenty percent like a waiter. Yeah, and then by That's the other token,
2: By the other token, if you have someone that you don't want to spend four hours, it can ruin the day. Can fucking go without question, which I'm sure I've ruined some guys' days before. But yeah. like yeah, if you totally. had like
0: if you had milk before you're around.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> yeah. For those of you at home. <laughs> <laughs> going to get the milk reference. You know,
2: and maybe you might not make it back up number two's hill. Yeah. But it's, it, I mean,
3: you know, I went to Scotland and had a guy. Um, actually, I went to, I, would, I played Maidstone. I was fortunate enough to, Look play, at you. to play Maidstone. And uh, That's we had one kid there. that was a college kid that was a good golfer. So he knew the game. He was all right. And then we had another guy that was kind of just like just carrying the golf bags yeah yeah and it's it didn't add anything didn't to the experience anything, and meanwhile yeah. we're on this prestigious place that like you know I mean I, I, I'm, I'm tan and they almost didn't let me on there you wouldn't stand the chance, yeah, no chance. <laughs> and uh, very waspy <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean if you have an, an experienced caddy that that can like I said give you some history of the course or, or just makes you smile or can you know tell you where to get a dime bag you know these <laughs> while you're just, in town you know these are experiences that can that can really, can really, really make everything. or break your yeah. coffee so take
2: care of your yeah
3: i'll give you my list as, as quick as i can off the top of my head yeah uh maidstone sabonic liberty and yeah, liberty national riviera i think is an absolutely amazing golf course uh prairie dunes was a great experience i played Glen eagles where they did the Ryder cup nice um other than that, did you I, play St. Andrews in Scotland or not? I never played St. Andrews, not yet. Yeah. I walked it. Next time I go, I'm set up, though. I got somebody to set me up with. I played nice. in, in- Innisbrook I played Innisfruit mm-hmm. in Doral. Innisbrook, Copperhead yeah. is underrated amazing. Agreed.
2: Agreed with you on that. Underrated. And everybody amazing. that goes there has the same reaction how underrated so it is. So good.
1: So why is it so underrated?
3: Well, for starters, it's a northeast golf course. Oh, I played um, in Jersey, um, Ridgewood, which I loved. Ridgewood, I thought, was amazing. Um, Innisbrook has undulation, which have you guys played golf in Florida? Oh, yeah. yeah. So everything's flat. Every hole's got so much water because right. not, you're playing between condos. Right. You go to Copperhead, it's like you feel like you're in the northeast, which I don't know if that says something about Florida golf, but <laughs> yeah. it, it's, they, o- they overseed. Yeah, it's
1: flat. For it's starters,
3: just... they overseed, so there's thick rough. Yeah. There's bent grass greens, so it's, it's not that normal, like, bermuda yeah, weird kind. Yeah, it's, yeah. so the courses look beautiful it's i like the courses that are big and bold and they're laid out right in front of you so yeah. you know you can see the hole and here's bunkers i got to avoid and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and it's yeah like rib yeah. ribs riff, right in front of you yeah. come and get me yeah um and it has undulation which is amazing where you have some uphill second shots and some downhill t shots and yeah, yeah. You, you don't get any of that in florida so and the well, huge you gotta trees, go the other thing there's like no palm trees it's all these like big oh, oaks, like oaks and big, exactly. it's awesome. It's just an awesome, I was so blown away.
0: You got to go to Streamsong then, because that's another Florida, that's, I know. you feel like you're in Scotland. Yeah. Um, that was my first first buddy's trip ever, and that place is like, you're feel like you just driving through Swampland for an hour. all of them hour. open?
3: Like two, there's two of them? Three now of now them, three three?
0: Of, when I, I just went in March, so oh, three wow. of them, all, the Black Horse is open, which I believe is a Gil Hines, uh design. All right, guys, that was uh, our first part of the Ben Hague interview. There'll be more where that came from next week. Guys, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Give us five stars if you like what you hear. We always like your feedback, so leave us some comments. We are Waggle and Whiff on Twitter, we're Waggle and Whiff Pod on Instagram. Give us those follows, write into us, DM us. We want to hear from you guys all the time. Thanks for joining us on today's show. We'll talk to you guys soon.